It's time again for your Portland Morning Brew. Casual conversations with business, city, and community leaders and influencers. Get to know your neighbors. News, views, and events, all centered around our community. Now here's your host, Troy Holden. Welcome back to the Portland Morning Brew. This is our local chamber podcast all about Portland, Sumner County, and the people that make up a lot of the things that go on and people that you may not know, but you need to know. And uh, we talked about uh, last week that uh, one of the things we try to do is give you an, uh, a look into who these folks are. They have families. They're real people. And sometimes we only see them in their active roles in the community. So, um Today, we've got Barry Young. Barry is a new uh, arrival to the Temple Theater and, and will be heading things up there. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing great, Troy. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. Uh, it's uh, beautiful weather outside. Thing, spring has definitely sprung. The, the trees are green, and uh, I just couldn't be happier. I'm just, I'll just be glad when everything's done blooming uh, so the allergies go away. But other than that, I'm doing great. Uh-huh. It's, um, as we said, a beautiful day here in Portland. We've got a lot coming up. I just finished up yesterday the uh, Middle Tennessee Strawberry Festival TV commercial. So we know we got that coming up, and we'll get into some of that as well. But let's start off uh, talking a little bit more about you, uh, Barry, personally, as uh, where you grew up and where you're from. I grew up in West Tennessee uh, in uh, both Hardeman and Haywood counties. Uh, and I went to school at UT Martin, but then I met a girl from Nashville and I married her and then we had to move this way. Ah, <clears throat> isn't that funny how that always works out? You go where they say go. <laughs> well, my mother always told me that I would never, never come back home, that I would go with the girl. And that's pretty much what I did. So yeah, she was, that's, that's very true. That's very true. Um, so prior to coming to the uh, to the temple, uh, tell us a little bit about what you were doing prior to that. Well, I came here from uh, Sumner County Tourism, where I was the executive director of uh, the county tourism department for 11 years. Mm -hmm. Before that, I worked for the Tennessee Department of Tourist Development. And uh, I'm kind of like uh, a jack of all trades and a master of none. Ah, OK. So in, in your role, and let's go back to, to Tennessee, uh, tell us a little bit about, you know, the, the types of things you had to do in that role, because to me, that's a little bit interesting in drawing people into the state to come see what we have to offer. Uh, I was the director of welcome centers, so I was over all uh, 14, I think there are now 16 welcome centers, but at the time I was there, there were 14, including the one here, you know, near Mitchellville uh, on mm -hmm. I-6. Five right there on the Kentucky border. And I was there about seven years. And in those seven years, we, we built uh, six new centers, including the one there at Mitchellville. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, that is, <clears throat> excuse me, that is an interesting perspective because of uh, the amount of people that stop, stop there and probably pick up, you know, brochures and things. And, and that's sometimes our first impression of the state. Uh, so I, I'm sure that's got to be a very important thing that these uh, welcome centers are, are attractive, they're clean, they're neat, they're we they're welcoming. That's what they are. 
But uh, what were some of the, the things that you guys put in place to make that better for, for people that stopped? Well, of course, the welcome centers are different from what's called rest areas. The welcome centers have staff there to greet you and give you directions and tell you what's going on and mm -hmm. advise you on the weather and the traffic and that kind of thing. So as you said, we want to be hospitable and greet people as they come into the state. Um, and uh, one of the things we did there is we made the uh, brochure racks more accessible. Uh, we brought them off the wall. You know, they were up high on the wall and we brought them down into a like a cabinet style where they're handicap accessible and um, and you can put any size brochure in there. The old brochure racks were, you know, four inches by nine inches. And if your brochure wasn't that size, it wouldn't fit in there. Mm -hmm. but, but now you can put any any size brochure in there. So we're proud of, of, of doing that. Neat. That's really neat. Uh, it, it fascinates me all the different uh, uh, occupations and, and careers that are out there. And I, I'm just always interested in hearing about it. That's really cool. Um, so let's talk a little bit about family. Uh, you mentioned West Tennessee. You merged here to um, Middle Tennessee. Tell us about where you're settled now and uh, a little bit more about your family and, and what kind of fun activities you guys enjoy. Well, uh, I live in Hendersonville and I live in Sumner County and uh, uh, my, my family, my daughter and my granddaughters live in the Nashville area. So um, uh, we're lucky to have our family so close that we can see them quite often. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we, we play with the grandkids all the time. We have them over to the house. We take them out to uh, Bledsoe Creek State Park and go hiking and um, a lot of a lot of outdoor activities and, and fun things to do. Awesome. Awesome. Okay, so let's, uh, let's get into the Temple Theater. That's what we're here to talk about. Uh, this has been a renovation that's went on for quite a while. Uh, it has turned out wonderfully. I was able to go up and visit. It looks like I could be wrong. Are you in the ticket office? I can't tell. Where are you? I at? am. Okay. I'm in the office. Uh, technically, I do have another office upstairs uh, on the balcony balcony level, but I made the decision. You know, the first few months I'm going to be down here in the ticket office is going to be my office, so I can be here as if people try to come in and uh, sure. you know. I'm the only staff person. I'm I'm a staff of one. So right. I thought it'd be down here in the ticket office where I can see out and and see what's going on. Well, you're you're right behind the chamber. I think they've got two. So uh, you're you're right behind them. You're in good company. Um, beautiful facility up there with all the remodeling. And I know earlier we had uh, another guest on that went into the the depth of that, who uh, was kind of. In, I won't say in your position, but was kind of helping to head things up as things got kicked off. And he had warned us you were coming. He let us know and uh, knew we were going to get you on. But tell us about um, the plans for the temple. Uh, we know all about the history, how it got to where it's at from that, uh, that interview. But I really want to talk about more of maybe your vision for the theater and what types of events that you guys envision coming. That's a great question. Um, you know, I've, I've said this to several folks. Uh, I'm not sure if anyone really knows what's coming. Uh, our goal is to provide quality uh, entertainment, to enlighten and entertain, and to have a variety of both live performances and movies. 
Uh, and, you know, right now we've had a couple of events, but nothing too uh, consistent. But once we get rolling here, uh, we're going to have a performance or a movie uh, every week if we can. I mean, I mm-hmm. don't do that, but it's several, say several times a month. It, it, it'll be a consistent, consistent uh, venue that has uh, different activities. Fantastic. <clears throat> That's something to look forward to. And as I said, if you haven't went up there and seen it, it's just really, really uh, visually attractive from the lobby uh, into the theater. It's just really well done. Um, some of the different types of events that we discussed on the other uh, the other interview uh, or, or things that we kicked around was we see a lot of um, country music artists and other artists that are way past their prime, but still able to pull in a pretty decent crowd and people still want to go see them. Uh, I know the theater up in Glasgow, Kentucky has had a lot of success. I think it's a Princess Theater, if I can remember, a converted theater. They've had people like John Anderson and Travis Tritt and, and of course, pretty decent-sized crowds. So if you have something like that, what's the capacity like and uh, how, you know, capacity and parking, how will that work out? Well, capacity, it's a small theater, uh, but as you mentioned, it's its a beautiful theater. It's actually probably the most beautiful small theater I've ever been in, uh, to be honest with you. And I'm not just saying that because I work here now. Uh, it holds about 235 people for a performance. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that could vary a little bit, uh, but for the most part, it's right around 235 Um and I'm sorry, what else did you ask me? I already forgot. Well, uh, I, I was kind of curious with, you know, 235 people, you know, let's say they're, for some awful reason, they're one per car. <laughs> Where are you going to put them all? Uh, I, and I know you guys have a plan for that because we talked about that earlier. Well, actually, I have not spoken to anyone about that yet, but I'm sure there is a plan. Uh, of course, we have the City Hall parking lot right next to us. And, you know, for the most part, our performances are going to either be at night or on weekends. So, right, right. That spot should be available. And then we have some parking here in front of the theater. Mm-hmm. And there's some street parking to the rear of the theater. And then, of course, you've got across the railroad track here, you have uh, lots of parking behind both sides. Right. Of main. So, uh, I'm, I'm not perceiving that parking. You know, with only 235 seats, we shouldn't have too much of a difficulty with parking, of course, except on days like the Strawberry Festival and things like that. So, Right, right. Speaking of that, do you guys have anything special planned during those couple of weeks with all the activities going on? Uh, We will be open. Uh, We're thinking about giving tours of the theater, uh, you know, the day of the Strawberry Festival. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. one of the challenges is, is uh, legally we cannot just run in here and pop a movie in and show a movie. We have to have the legal right, the rights to show a movie. And mm-hmm. I am feverishly filling out uh, application, all the different movie uh, uh, companies. Uh, and I'm told it takes several weeks to get approval. I'm hoping now don't hold me to this, but I'm hoping that we can show a movie on the Saturday night after the strawberry festival is over. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I don't, okay. I don't permission to do that just yet. I'm working hard to try to get, to get permission to show a movie, uh, on, on uh, that Saturday night. Right. I understand. I understand. Totally. Um, 
So we kind of talked about maybe the different types of events. Uh, I know on the previous podcast, we really got into the history of the theater. What are some of the things the community can do to continue to support the theater other than coming out to events? Will there still be somewhere where they can make community donations or how will all that be set up? Well, that's a great question. And I did want to delve into that area a little bit. There is a little confusion. A lot of folks think we, uh, are owned by the city or we're owned by the chamber or Mm -hmm. that kind of thing. We're not, we are, uh, even though the chamber helps us and the city has, has, has helped us. We are a, uh, 501 C three, which is a, uh, private nonprofit charitable organization. I like to compare us, you know, one of my, um, one of my uh, lives I had in another career is I worked at Nashville Public Television. Mm-hmm. I like to kind of compare us to them because their goal is to enlighten and entertain on television. And of course, our goal would be to enlighten and entertain here in person in the theater. But they're uh, a charitable nonprofit as well. And basically, if you don't contribute to public television, they would not be able to pay for the rights to show all the fantastic shows that they show. So mm-hmm. it's basically the same thing here. We do not have any steady stream of income. We are going to rely on donations and grants and ticket sales. Mm-hmm. So if, if you want to do something to support the theater, uh, I'm sure you'll hear more about uh, donating to the theater, but uh, you can really help us if you buy a ticket and come to the shows. That's what's really going to keep us viable and keep us active. Uh, And like you said, you know, let's face it, we're probably going to have some folks that are rising stars that are on their way up. Or we may have some folks who are uh, getting on up there in years and maybe they were a big star. uh, And, and, uh, you know, we're not we're probably not going to book Garth Brooks or Taylor Swift this week. So. (laughs) But we're, we're really focusing, uh, and if, if I have time, I'd like to mention a couple of shows that are coming up. Oh, yes, absolutely, absolutely. Um, on August 22nd, we have Shantaya. She's a Canadian country music artist. She's young. She's in her early 20s, but she's really good. And uh, one of the country music magazines has labeled her as, a, as being pre-famous, whatever that means, that she's just right on the cusp of becoming famous. Mm-hmm. And... Also that night, we have Mark Gallant. Now, you may not have ever heard of Mark, but he's from Canada, and he lives over in Orlinda. And uh, he helped us uh, through the years with Sumner County Tourism. He played uh, for uh, a lot of the tour buses that we had come in. So, in other words, we've got Mark opening up. He's going to play soft rock oldies from the 70s and the 60s. Mm-hmm. And then Shantaya is a young country music singer, and she writes all of her own stuff, and she's really good. So. That's April 22nd, and then we've just signed a show for uh, May the 20th. Uh, That's a Saturday, and it's going to be an Irish show. We're calling it an Irish night, and uh, we're going to have Irish dancing and Irish music, Um, and we really think that's going to go over well here. We're we're very hopeful that we can sell sell out the theater uh, on that night. That's May the 20th, and Mm -hmm. then I'm very excited about uh, June the 4th. June the 4th uh, is all, let's say June the 4th is a Sunday, and we're going to have a thing called Sinatra Sunday. It's a matinee at 2 o'clock, and uh, Jeff Alfiero, who is a friend of mine and um, 
you've probably never heard of Jeff, but Jeff is uh, has played the piano and he uh, sang at Maggiano's in Nashville for 15 years. Mm-hmm. He currently sings and plays the piano at Sea Salt in Hendersonville. And they just opened up a new Sinatra restaurant in Nashville. He also performs there. He's a great piano player and a great singer. Mm-hmm. And come and sing a lot of Frank Sinatra, uh, Dean Martin, Tony Bennett. So if you like the uh, crooners, uh, if you like that uh, piano music, uh, that's the day for you is June the 4th. And I, I guess you've been told, have you been told about the piano that we have? I have not. Okay, uh, Jeff is going to be playing our piano on stage. Uh, we had uh, donated to us a Bosendorfer Grand Piano, and that's an mm-hmm. Austrian-made piano, and it's nine and a half feet long. It's the biggest piano I have ever seen in my life, and it actually has another octave that most pianos do not have. Uh, it's got a, an extra octave that uh, on the low side there, so it's just mm. a fantastic piano and it, it's so it sounds so good it doesn't even have to be mic'd when it's on stage and uh, the theater really sounds great so if you're a piano fan you'll want to come on june the 4th uh, to hear jeff play and sing awesome awesome and let me go back and verify the uh mark and shantaya if i'm saying that right yeah it's Was- Shant- it's just, I guess if you put Shania Twain together, it kind of comes out to be Shantaya. <laughs> that's that's what I was trying to do, I think, in my head. Now, did you say, I, I know I think we first said August, but is that April or August? It's April. I'm April. sorry. Okay. I'm, I just wanted to verify because I don't want somebody waiting around to get a ticket and they go, well, I got plenty of time. No, you got to hurry. You got to hurry and get your ticket. Yeah. The uh, Shantaya tickets are on sale right now. You can go to templetheatertn.com and buy them online. Uh, The other tickets, I've just signed those other shows I've talked about, so the other tickets are not on sale yet, but they should be by next week. But Shantae, Mark Gallant, yes, they are April 22nd. That's actually uh, coming up here in just a a little while uh, on a Saturday night. Um, And Shantae is fantastic. I met her uh, at the tourism office. We sponsored a, a songwriting contest. Uh, it's part of the state of Tennessee songwriting contest. And she mm-hmm. was in our contest last year and just did a fantastic job. Uh, so that's how I ran into Shantaya, but she's Canadian. She's actually more popular in Canada than she is here just because she's an up and coming artist. She's come to right. Nashville. Uh, but in Canada, she's quite popular and she's got a top 40 country song in Canada. Yeah. Uh, I really want to encourage people to get out to these things because if you like live music and being in an intimate setting like this, it's just so much better. And these are people that you'll see that, like with her, she may catapult in the next year. And you can say, hey, I was there when she was in this little little theater in Portland, and you'll really enjoy it. I, I think the local regional uh, music scene Sometimes people really miss out on a lot because it is there are so many talented people who Sometimes they make it, sometimes they don't, but they're just as talented as that handful that does make it. So I want to encourage people, really get out and see this stuff. If you, you know, you say, I never want to go down to Bridgestone and be in that crowd of 60,000 people. I'm, I'm there with you. I did that when I was younger, but now I, you know, these intimate settings are so, so good for music. And I hope people will really support this 
and uh, these shows will sell out as they should. Um, looking forward to that. And if I can, uh, uh, I got to check my schedule. I may need to log on and get a couple of tickets myself because I, being a former uh, gospel singer and, and long, long time ago, I was a wannabe country singer and a songwriter and, and I beat the bushes in Nashville for a while and know how hard it is. And it was just as hard back in the uh, middle eighties as, as it is today. And a yeah. lot, of res- lot of respect for these musicians that are really trying hard to make it. And then that day comes where you have to make that decision. Am I going to keep chasing this or am I going to go get a job? And I had to go get a job. It just yeah. happened. <laughs> well, I told Shantaya now, I said, Shantaya, if, if you make the big time, you've got to come back and do another show here. And she said she would. So that we've got the promise of that. And Mark Gallant, you know, there's something for everybody in this show because Mark is probably about my age. I'm not going to divulge my age, but (laughs) uh, he sings Neil Diamond and, uh, uh, the Beatles and, uh, Simon and Garfunkel. So he, he covers the sixties and seventies and does a great job. And then Shantae is your younger person who has written her own songs and she's a rising country artist. So there's something for everybody in this show on April 22nd. That sounds fantastic. Super, super fantastic. Well, Barry, welcome uh, to the to the theater. Welcome to the uh, the Portland community. You're going to be a big part of things. And even living close, you know, I know it's not always about living here. It's, it's just about being a part of it. And uh, I know the community is very pleased to have you, and uh, we look forward to everything you're going to do for the for the temple as it takes off, launches, and grows. And look forward to uh, to watching what goes on, and keep in touch with us, and let us know if there are big events coming up that we can uh, definitely advertise week to week on the podcast. Feel free to shoot me an email, and I'll be sure we get those in there for you, and try to help out as much as we can. Well, thank you, and we appreciate you. We appreciate the chamber. And- We thank you for the opportunity today. Yes, sir. Thanks so much. Have a wonderful week. You too. Thank you. This was the Portland Morning Brew with Troy Holden. If you'd like to be a guest, reach out to the Portland Chamber of Commerce. We'd love to have you on the podcast. Be sure and visit the Chamber's Facebook page for more information. Thanks for listening and join us again soon.